Shout out my nigga, he big on conspiracy R.P. Kelly, we feeling your spirit I had to put this shit up on the internet Cause I know they wanna take it so serious I told a hater he don't wanna listen He better go take what bitch is Michelle Obama is a boy We don't Jamaica no tears Jiggas, I'm joking on me, don't never be serious Palestine 99 at my nigga for real Yeah, I fuck with my peers Had to make me a channel to talk about the real Cause I know they gon' hear Palestine 99 at my nigga for real Nah, I know they gon' hear Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's Primetime 99, Alex Stein. Welcome to the Conspiracy Castle. I'm your Conspiracy Asshole, and we have an incredible guest, guys. The one, the only, the internet legend himself, Baked Alaska. Baked, listen, you're well-known for not just what happened on Jan 6, but you were obviously well-known before that. Uh, but now you've become kind of an internet legend because they've deleted you off the internet. You're an IRL streamer. I'm just saying you've done it all. You've done all kinds of content possibly yeah. and you've reinvented yourselves a million times over you worked in for the mainstream then now you're independent so i just want to say i'm a big fan of your work and it's a pleasure thank you for joining the castle thank you so much alex i am also a fan of yours i think you're fucking awesome so yeah let's get right into it i know okay okay we got to get into it first things first yeah people are saying already fed so we know that this is the most fair and i don't agree with that i don't think you're fed at all uh, but yeah. I'm saying this is already the, the – the, the, oh, we already got a, a super chat. Thank you, guys. The, this is the most fair election ever, 81 million votes yeah. for the most popular president in the world. But you went Clearly. down there to go celebrate Joe Biden and to go, you know, yeah. give him support for his inauguration. And they right. apparently didn't like that you were there to support him. You wanted to support him so much you wanted to go to Nancy Pelosi and talk to her and say, I love how good of a uh, job you guys did securing the best election ever. So tell us, just give yeah. us a little update for the people that, that are playing at home, like what's going on, what's the latest update, and then we got to right. get into Ray Epps. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, um, yeah, we'll get into Ray Epps. I'm the guy who uncovered Ray Epps, by the way. Yeah, 100%. That's what I'm talking about. Your video is the most legendary. My video, you know, all over Tucker and all, you know, literally probably the most viral video of the year. And I'm the, pre it's my footage, and I'm saying fed, fed, fed. So it's like, for all the people call me a fed, first of all, fuck you. I'm a real, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just so easy to say that. It's like, okay, where's the proof? Um, so wait, if I'm a fed, why am I spending time exposing feds like Ray Epps, yeah. you know? So, uh, I don't think you're a fed. I just want to put that out there. I don't think you're a fed, sure. but they always, they always say that they're like, oh, well, you know, he is, you know, turning this and that. I'm not talking about you, but they say that about right. anybody. But to be honest, dude, if I was facing all this time, you know, you know, yeah. to be, I, I think snitches get stitches, but honestly, if you had to do something like that, I mean, I, uh, what, well, go figure. I wouldn't I, look I would, down. I would, I'm in the bail bond business. The reason why I say this, 
I'm not saying you're a snitch, but I'm in the bail bond business. But I'm saying people tell on their their own brothers and sisters and mothers, not just yeah, strangers, right. you know. So it, it's a tough right. proposition. A lot of people are like, "Oh, you would never do that." Well, wait till you're in that position, and then then you say that. I'm just saying, you know, you, you don't know until you walk a mile in a man's shoes. So so I don't yeah, think you no, are well, that, but yeah, no, I unfortunately, uh, um, well, first of all, yeah, you know, and people all say too. They're like, well, why aren't you in jail? There's other people in solitary confinement. I say, well, first of all, I was in jail. I was in solitary confinement for a week, federal prison. I had a fucking ankle monitor on my leg for three months. Um, I have the Douglas Mackey case that Tucker's been covering. I'm named in that as well about retweeting the memes. I have multiple cases that the federal government is coming after me for. I'm a comedian, Alex. I made Yeah, I know. I'm a performance artist. Some people love me. Some people hate me. But, you know, I'm right wing. I love Trump. I like to make people laugh. I I like to trigger some people. As you know, I'm a troll. So, you know, at the end of the day, I love everybody, dude. I'm not I don't hate anyone. And so, yeah, no, it's, it's just weird that we live in a world where it's like, okay, I'm possibly facing months in prison uh, for live streaming, a historical event. By the way, I was not violent. I didn't attack anyone. I didn't loot. I didn't vandalize. I was doing the opposite. I was in there. I was like, put that back. No, 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 don't do that. For me, it was just a quick, you know, little capital tour. You know, we took a little, uh, and the police let me in and I was fist bumping. Yeah. The well, I was that, like, that's hey, the thing. Up? No, no, and big to explain that for a lot of people don't realize. Well, because my buddy, a guy named Lou Coffee, he's just a few years older than me. He's a very good friend of mine, and now he's under house arrest, and he's facing nearly forty years because wow. he got he's got charged for assault. He, what he did was he, he actually is kind of a famous guy now. He grabbed a crutch oh. and uh, he hit a crutch against their battle shields or riot shields, which I guess is bad, but I mean it's almost like a hockey right. thing. You know what I mean? It's really you're hitting a yeah, riot shield. But and then, we have the Arizona State Capitol. Where uh, the Roe v. Wade news broke, and I know, and they just interrupted that. Dude, Stephen Colbert's head <laughs> producers are in there. I mean, what are you talking yeah. about? So don't even zero arrests you know. arrest at the Arizona State Capitol, and they had a, a sitting Congress in there, you know, trying to elect laws and everything, and they're just up zero arrests. Yeah, tear gas, whatever. Go home. Dude, okay. in Portland, they burned down the federal courthouse for yeah. like 63 days yeah. straight. And Ted yeah. Wheeler, the mayor there, said, don't okay. arrest anybody. Not even like nobody literally got arrested. The one person that threw a firebomb ended up getting house arrest and then they dismissed their yeah. charges. So yeah. it's like, dude, obviously, this is some sort of weaponization of our justice system against people. Oh, that are, are the, are, And that's why this is why, you know, I know you just said you like Trump and I like Trump, but I'm, I'm mad. I think he should have pardoned a lot of people oh. in the last 11 days he had in office. I think he really screwed that up. No, seriously, yeah. I don't know why he didn't do that. He could have really – and he would have pissed off all the right people if he would have done that. You know what I mean? So yeah, I don't know no, why I, he didn't. Trump has more than enough money to freaking – well, first of all, he should have just pardoned everyone. But yeah. if he wasn't going to do that, then why not pay their legal bills? He could give $100,000 to all 800 of us January 6th defendants and – you know that that wouldn't touch his pocketbook. He's fine. Well, didn't he raise two hundred and fifty million? I mean, didn't he raise two? Yeah, where did where did that money go? You know, I I love Trump too, but you know, he's no one is above criticism, and you know, there's he's largely responsible. I went to January six. You know, I saw the Ray Epps thing. I'm like, what is going on here? 
I show up on, you know, January 6th and I said, this is going to be a boring day on my stream. I literally. Wait, slow down. Slow down. Cause you were there the night before. No, this is so interesting. I want to get this little documented. So, so like the night before, uh, uh, you know, that's when you expose Ray Epps because Ray Epps is like, we're going to go in the Capitol. And obviously the way he was talking was so eloquent. Like he was some sort of law enforcement. You know, he wasn't just some sort of like QAnon weird random guy. You know, he seemed like a little more, you know, he knew he was a little hipper to what was going on than most people. Yeah, so let me break that down. So I saw Ray Epps. I am an IRL streamer. Like I said, I was out there streaming. You know, I interviewed, talked to people. So one interview technique that you probably know is even if someone's saying something crazy, you just want to kind of agree with them so you get that footage out there. So the first time he actually said it to me, he's like, oh, we're going to storm the Capitol. And I go, let's go. And I'm laughing like uncomfortably like, okay, what's this guy talking about? And then... (laughs) I like a couple minutes later, he says it again. It like the same packaged phrase. And at that point, my head is like, this guy is a fed because this is way too specific of a command. This is like a military command. Like, no, we must do this exact thing. We must storm into the Capitol. And yeah, he, he was, was he was like real specific. He's like, we can't yeah. just go around there. We have to go inside. Like it was very weird. Right. And I had never heard of that. I was like, I didn't even know we were going to the Capitol. I thought we were listening to Trump's speech and maybe doing a march or something. I had no clue about the Capitol or, you know, what was going on in there. Even, you know, I'm not like I am involved in politics. I'm not some like crazy intellectual. You know, I just. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't know how the the makeup and the layout of the Capitol of D.C. is. No, I mean, unless you're like a Capitol Hill staffer or something, you don't know what the heck is going on up there. Exactly. No, exactly. So it it just stunk to high heaven. Absolutely. And he said that multiple times. He was whispering in people's ears. We were um, protesting against Antifa and BLM, and he kept distracting the crowd. It's like, no, 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 no. That doesn't matter. We need to go in. To the Capitol, just over and over and over. And he kept coming up to me. And it, it, it was like, this guy wouldn't leave me alone. Everywhere I went, he was following me. And then let me Wait, tell you. slow that- down, slow down. So, so, cause you saw multiple times. I know there's multiple videos yes. because listen, Big, you're a, a famous guy. I mean, infamous guy. I mean, whatever you want to call it. You know, I mean, you're not Tom Cruise, but in this conservative world, you're incredibly well known. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like he probably knew who you, so you're kind of insinuating oh, that yeah, he probably, probably knew who you were. Okay. 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 Uh, okay but get this. He knew who I was, obviously, but he kept following me around. Get this. He was from the same exact city that I was living in at the time. Queen Creek, Arizona. Wait, shut the fuck up. I thought he had some ranch, though. Is this ranch in Queen Creek or whatever? And and that's where my house was at the time. Queen Creek, Arizona. Wow, that's weird. Breaking news. Send this to Tucker. You know, breaking news. I will. I'll tell him. No, no, no. Okay, okay. Keep going. Queen Creek is a very small rant. I, I've never met anyone from Queen Creek ever. And then I looked up Ray Epps after. I'm like, who was that guy? Queen Creek, right down the road. I'm like, what? That was my neighbor. And he was following me around. And he was embedded with the Oath Keepers. He was a leader in Arizona, which they have all sorts of Fed connections. You know, I'm not saying. Oh, hey, wait, let, let's break that down, too, because this is what the media tells us in the January 6th and the bullshit sham that that is. But they're saying like Proud Boys, uh, you know, who who else was it? The, the Patriot Front and the Oath Keepers that they're all working in concert. But that's not true. I mean, did you see? I mean, I mean, wh- all no, these groups I mean, like, I, I, you know, I can't speak for all of them because, you know, there's bad actors here and there. But I know lots of good Proud Boys that had no clue what was going on that day. 
I don't think they work together. I don't think they were trying to, you know, do an insurrection or anything like that. What I saw that day was Patriots who love Trump. There's so many people. There was like almost a million people when my, my group got pushed into the Capitol. Like, it's either like you got to crowd surf out. Or yeah, how did you get in? Where you, how the heck did you get in? Because pushed. I know they I, let you in. But, but yeah, explain I, your day. I, I, God, this is so I, interesting. Yeah, yeah thank <laughs> you. Um, no, I was just pushed in a huge group. And they're like, push forward. And like, I don't know where we're going. And then so we're getting pushed up a stairway. And there's all this scaffolding. And the next thing we know, we're just walking through open doors. And the cops are right there. I like I said, I fist bumped the cop. I said, hey, I'm media. You know, I live stream. I'm covering this event. I said, let if I need to leave legally, let me know. And he said, "Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll let you know. So that's my question. If you're in a bar and you're drinking beers with the bartender and you're like, hey, am I good? He's like, yeah. Then you go home. Then a week later, they arrest you for trespassing. How does that make any sense? And that's what I did. I, I listened to the cops. I I followed the law. I followed their orders. I complied with law enforcement. And then I went home. I wasn't violent. So a week later, why did I have U.S. Marshals show up at my hotel room in Houston, Texas with, you know, 20 guns drawn, throw me in solitary confinement. And, you know, in a federal prison in Texas, you're in a Texas federal prison. I was in Houston, Texas, federal prison, terrible, terrible facility. And. You know, and then CNN was calling me a domestic terrorist. Of course, they called like, me that. They call me right wing proud boy. Yeah, yeah, for calling a crazy. Yeah. Funny how when they lay, that's just like the label they'll use for anybody. But, uh, but, right. but that, that's obviously not true. Obviously, you're not a terrorist. You love America. No. That's my no. problem. Is all those all those people? They're like, this is the worst thing since I love. <laughs> they literally love America more than everybody else in America. You know, yeah. it's just sad that they can they can, uh, we, you know, we just wanted a fair that. election. And listen, Alex, I don't know. And it was the most fair election for YouTube. Oh, it was right, the greatest right. election yes. of all time. Yes, yes, yes. Well, it was. But, you know, we just wanted to make extra. extra you guys sure. are there to try to celebrate <laughs> Joe's great presidency. Yeah. And good. He's done a heck of a job. But so so now yeah. looking yeah. back, yeah. though, Those are you so happy? Inflation and all <laughs> the inflation, the gas prices, dude. I love paying five dollars a gallon. So, yeah. Did you see the latest clip though of them of CNN? They asked one of his press secretary guys. I can't remember the guy's name. And he's they said, "Well, what are you guys going to do about you know the four dollars and eighty five cent gas that's going to possibly last months and years?" He yeah. said, "Well, it's a small price to pay for the liberal world order." I've never even heard yeah. that one well, before. I think we should actually pay more. I think we should pay maybe like seven, eight dollars a gallon just to sick it to Vladimir Putin because he's such yeah. a punk. You know, as long as yeah, as long as we as long as we don't have a president sending mean tweets, it's, I'm willing to pay a hundred dollars a gallon. I can't that's, deal with the mean tweets. Terrible. No, no, it's that's too dangerous. Okay, so you get in. Did you ever get to the velvet ropes or anything? Because I know you got into Nancy Pelosi's office. So how did you figure oh. out? Like, was everybody like, let's get to Pelosi's office? I mean, <laughs> so let me dispel a rumor. I was not okay. in Pelosi's office. I oh, was. Okay. A, a random office that the door was open. Oh, because you have the yeah. most legendary thing where you're on the phone. That picture is the most yeah, legendary yeah, yeah. picture ever. So, so that, yeah, that that was another example of fake news. They also said I had COVID and I was like a super spreader <laughs> and all this. Most of that's fake news. It was a random office. That was probably true. Let's just be honest. You probably did have COVID, but I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, well, I went into a random office that was open. No, I have no idea. I mean, for all I know, it was a gender's closet, but I, I'm just in there. You know, I'm just documenting. There's already people in there. We're hanging out. And were there donuts in there or something? That's the story. There was like no, food in I, there. You I, said, I, don't eat it. 
Is that true? Or there was some story like that? I don't remember that. That might have been okay. someone else, but I just saw the phone and, you know, me being the prankster, the troll that I am, I'm like, oh, maybe I can get a hold of Trump. You know, the, the phone wasn't on. It was a, it was a total prank, but I was like, yo, what's up, Trump? Yo, you know, like I had, I had to do something, you know what? Hey, but how is your IRL streaming working? Cause wasn't the service like crap? I mean, I know your stream yeah, stayed so, up, but how, how was yeah. it going in and out? Okay. So as when you're in the crowd, zero service, there was absolutely no service anywhere. Um, but as an IRL streamer, I have multiple uh, networks and I have a, like a mobile modem, um, a Nighthawk it's called. And so that's what I it's have- called. Cause listen, yeah. I just got into ice Poseidon. I just got, in, I want to yeah. get into Hampton Brandon. I like love. Now I go back and I watch all these legendary stuff where you did all what? these IRL, all the maces, all this yeah. stuff. I had no idea. I didn't know about till about oh, this year. I, well, yeah, listen, I mean, like, I'm glad that you understand it and get it because one of my big inspirations too is Andy Kaufman, which I think yeah, we share. Yeah. And you know, it's all about just like, you know, crazy performance art. That's what I've always been into. Yeah. So absolutely. But I had this router, it's called a Nighthawk and it amplifies the signal and I had a T-Mobile card. So I have Verizon on my phone, then I have T-Mobile on there in case one of them goes down. And, and it switches automatically when you're streaming. Like it might drop for a second and then it'll switch to the mode. That's cool. Right, That's right, a badass right. yeah, setup. So, and then you have an external battery, obviously. And then what are you yeah, using? And they say that they say the Galaxy is better than the iPhone. Is that correct? Well, you have to use Android. You cannot stream you on the iPhone. Yeah. Use the, Why I, is that? Uh, um, because iPhones overheat when you stream okay. for some reason, they're not built for streaming. You want to use, I use an Android SE 20 FE. That's the best streaming phone on the market. Um, SE yeah. 20. Cause I want to start doing S- more IRL. Yeah. So, yeah. Get so to I'll, S- I can, I'll, I'll message you after though too, but, yeah. it, but, uh, no, it's cause it's badass. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been doing this for many, many years. Um, I was, I've streamed at many historical events and, and you just got to get it down. You can even go bigger with a live view, which is like a big backpack. That's what like the news stations use. I've so. seen that. Isn't yeah. that what's ice beside news for a little bit? Yeah, but that's yeah, almost yeah, like yeah. too big of a rig. So you yeah, use a live yeah. view and then, and then, but what do you use as your camera? Like what does Andy Milanakis use? Doesn't he use a GoPro or something with a live view? Yeah. yeah. GoPros are really well. I, I have a GoPro setup too, where I, I do some IRL. I have like a chest mount. I go for like runs and do different stuff. But my here. GoPro, my GoPro battery dies so fast. So what do you have a GoPro and then you have to have it hooked to um, an external battery when you're streaming like that? Yeah, you do if you want it to, uh, you know, last longer. The, a regular GoPro should last about two hours of streaming. Um, if you need longer, then yeah, you're going to need external battery. Or, or actually- okay, well, let's get back to the lecture yeah. at hand, though. So you, so you had the setup, you had the modem with the Nighthawk modem, yes. where you. So even oh. though nobody had service, you were still yes. rocking. So, so yeah, so let me tell you this. So outside of the Capitol, absolutely zero service, and I'm like. Like you couldn't send a text because there were so many people. It was crazy. You couldn't do anything. The zero, everyone, every network, every person, everyone was trying zero, zero, zero. I couldn't get a hold of people. I'm like, what's going on? And I'm kicking myself because I'm saying this is the best content ever. You know, I, yeah. I filmed this, the, you know, and by the way, the cops are the ones that started that whole thing. I came around there. Cops were tear gassing, innocent uh, you know, MAGA grandmas that are just standing and they're like, ah, they're flashbanging. I'm like, and so a lot of the crowd even attacking the police, in my opinion, was a response to the police 
just, you know, throwing his stuff at them. Well, that's what my friend did. That's that's why he had the crutch. He was just yeah. trying to protect himself seriously right. from the police. How they were like hitting them. He yeah, was just yeah. trying to put it up in, in like to defend that, himself. Exactly. Yeah. That didn't come out of nowhere. Like people weren't just like, oh, let's attack cops. It's like, no. So they were antagonizing the crowd in your they opinion. They were antagonizing the crowd. Hundred percent. You know, you you could barely breathe because my lungs hurt for days because of all the tear gas and smoke grenades and all that. But zero service. So I'm like, damn. You know, I wish I could be streaming this. And then I even tried my Nighthawk out there. Nothing didn't work. And then it was so weird. I I kept watching it for service. Like the second I stepped foot into the Capitol, full bars. But the but like one foot out. No bars. So they probably you know, have some sort of signal booster inside yeah, the Capitol. Yeah, or something, I think they, you know they must mean? have a yeah, they must have a signal booster. So I was able to stream for about I think 15, 20 minutes inside the Capitol. One of the oh, most that's it. So the, so January yeah. 6th, you only streamed for about 15, 20 minutes the whole time. Yeah. Okay, wow. Oh, yeah. No, it was lit. There was like twenty-five thousand uh viewers watching. So it, no, it, I know your stream was huge. Yeah. I'm just saying I thought I thought maybe it was longer than that. I didn't realize it was pretty no, short it, because it yeah, short, yeah, yeah. short. Yeah, because because then I, I, I came in through one entrance and then I exited after about twenty minutes out the front and then um you know my service died. So again. you're only in the Capitol twenty minutes the whole yeah. time? Yeah and then I went home. And did you walk through the velvet ropes at all, or did you never get through that I, part? Because you know, because they said this is the most violent insurrection ever. The Norm Macdonald joke. He's like, <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to do it right. Yeah. He's like, you know, it's so violent that they made sure to walk in between the velvet I ropes. Think, I'm pretty sure I did. I'm I'm trying to remember that part. I'm not sure, uh, but yes, it, it happens was, a lot really fast. I imagine yeah, you had so much yeah. adrenaline. It was like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, no, it's crazy. But you know, my heart goes out to all the J6 defendants just because. What I saw in there was not violent. What I saw in there was not racist. I was literally hugging a black guy who got pepper sprayed like, yo, you're going to be all right, bro. All sorts of people were in there. You know, they loved Trump. They loved the country. No one was violent. Like people were in there and, you know, no one was attacking anyone. So it it was a beautiful thing. I think it's ridiculous. Hey, if they want to give people, you know, citations or probation, fine. But throwing people into solitary confinement, years of prison, absolutely insane. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I mean, like if they all gave you guys a slap on the wrist, like, you know, that's no big deal or you have to do some probation. I think that it would be fair, you know, but um, but it's not going to be fair. They're got, you know, they have to overblow this so much. OK, tell me this. What, in your opinion, how many agent provocateur type people? Because, you know, it's like that Jaden X guy. And I know one of my buddies, uh, Taylor Hansen, was in there and he said that yeah. he thought he saw quite a few people that were, you know, almost like Antifa types LARPing as Trump supporters. Yeah. Well, Taylor Hansen's great. I, I love that guy. And yeah. um. He's Good awesome. friend of mine. And um, what is it? J- yeah, Jaden X, definitely. That guy, I believe, was a pr- provocateur. You know, we got Ray mm-hmm. Epps. We had the um, FBI admitted, I-, I believe this was a Darren Beatty piece, that, you know, there was many unnamed co-conspirators in the January 6th crowd. So we already we already know on record there were feds there. Um, you know, did I see any? Probably it, it was hard yeah. to tell. I mean, they were all throughout the crowd. But what I could tell you is multiple times I saw people doing violence as like breaking windows with a stick or things like that. And instantly me and the whole crowd would jump and take the stick and say, no, stop it. Don't yeah. act like Antifa. And so there, the, the crowd really was on the same page. And there were a couple people sticking out doing violent things or antagonizing people or giving orders. So, I mean, I, I do think 
there were, you know, feds or instigators gaslighting the thing. Antifa. Absolutely. I mean, you had Jaden X, who's a BLM guy, and he was in there with this lady who writes for CNN or something. Like and, following him the whole time. I mean, yeah, it's very that weird. That lady never yeah. got arrested. I'm still like, it's still insane to me, too. You know, why was the January 6th commission defending Ray Epps? Like, and he was never arrested. They talk, have, they, have they brought up Ray Epps? I don't know. Have they brought up Ray Epps yeah, in the court they were, case? They were, oh, he they came up. Defend, I've watched a little bit. Him. They said, oh, he's not a Fed. And it's like, wait, why? That means he's a Fed. That means he's a Fed. You know, yeah. <laughs> they say he's not. Like and Liz Cheney defending him and saying, you know, so it's like, come on, dude. Wow. Okay, so you're only in there 20 minutes, and we saw like the you know insurrection grandma who was in there with her little flag. So obviously it wasn't that crazy. So what did you do after? Like I know that day was nuts because they said go home. So did you just go to like yeah. your hotel? What what yeah. did you do after? I, I went back to my hotel. I like I said, my lungs hurt so bad from all the tear gas. It was like yeah. uh, kind of crazy. But yeah, I just I just went back to my hotel. I you know started turning on the news and my phone's blowing up. People are like, dude, you're on CNN. They're calling you domestic terrorists, all this shit. I'm like, Oh shit. So, um, you know, I sleep it off, see, see what happens in the morning. And all of a sudden everyone's getting arrested. I'm like, Oh shit. So I call my, was it the next day? Was it that fast when people started getting arrested? I don't remember. It was the next day. They were arresting people in the morning, eight, eight or 6 AM, uh, January 7th. So I call my attorney. I'm like, Hey dude, I have a flight back to Arizona. Uh, should I go to the airport? He's like, no, do not go to the airport. You will be picked up most likely. Um, you said what? Drive home? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. He said, get a rental car, drive home. So I get a rental car and that's where I was driving about a week later. I was in Houston. U.S. Marshals raided my hotel room and, and uh, arrested wow. me at gunpoint. Even though we contacted them and we said, Hey, if you have a warrant or anything, I'll surrender. You know, we're not running. Just let us know. And they said, no, 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 we're good. So they they wanted to make that big show. They wanted to have, you know, 20 U.S. Marshals come in with guns. That's that's what they like to do. Of course. Yeah, because they want to show a force and they want you to get hyphy and maybe do something so they can fire right. back. You know, they, right. they can kill their dog. No, seriously, yeah. they like to antagonize. OK, and then so what's the latest? So with your court case, because there was something you had a cool story where. They were going to give you a deal. And you said, I'm I'm innocent. So yeah. are you still waiting to go to court? Because I know the judge gave you like, what, 60 days to decide what yeah, you're going to so- do. And, and honestly, I want to hear what you have to say. But I'm like I said, I'm in the bail bond business. I have a little legal, you know, uh, you know, experience. Oh. I would say take the deal, obviously, because federal yeah. court, you know. Um, but but as long as they're giving you a decent deal. So kind of yeah. what's what's the what's what's the latest? If you yeah. Say. So um, I went into the plea hearing um, last time. Uh, a few months ago, I have one of the toughest judges, Emmett Sullivan, a Bill Clinton appointee. Like I no! said, no, no, Bill Clinton appointee. Oh, well, yeah, okay. And and he, well, he was the guy who hammered Michael Flynn and wouldn't dismiss his case. It's, oh uh, God, it's not, that's it's not a guy that likes us. Let me say that. But listen, I'm still in the process. So you know, I respect the judge. I respect the process. I will say that. I'm just you know figuring out my odds here. And so I went into the plea hearing and I, they wanted me to, you know, plead guilty and we're talking about it. And, I'm, and he's like, so do you think you're guilty? And I'm like, no, I think no. I'm innocent, but the feds have been threatening my attorney. And they say, if I go to trial, they're going to add a felony obstruction of Congress, which is a 20 year maximum. 
And it's like, I didn't even know what was going on in that building. I'm just following the crowd, following the action. And I believe they were already evacuated by the time I was even in there. I didn't get there till you know, the problem is they want to make an example out of you. You know, right? this. I'm yeah, just saying, I, that's I know the they want to do that, but I also wanted to speak from the heart and just, you know, I, I, I also, I wanted to tell the American people, you know, this is what they're doing to innocent people that, you know, took a 20 minute little, uh, you know, trip through the Capitol or whatever. Unauthorized tour. I mean, uh, just yeah, like Stephen sure. Colbert. I mean, come yeah, on. Like an unauthorized tour. And now, you know, I could be facing up to 20 years in prison and a felony on my record. Like, it, it's just ludicrous. And I, I, I really weep for, you know, all the January 6th defendants that are dealing with this. It, it's horrible. You know, it's really, really horrible. And I, I wanted to make a statement. I wanted to speak from the heart. And that's what I did. I didn't plan that, by the way. My attorneys yeah. are like, oh, what are you doing? Shut and, up. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad I did because I got, you know, my message out there. I was able to say it now. Um, July 22nd coming up here, we're entering the plea hearing again because they gave me the 60 day extension. I do believe I'm going to take the plea deal, Alex, because I think you should. I think you should. I know you're not guilty, but, you know, you got to get it out and you just got to act good. Your P's and Q's or whatever. Let's say they give you a couple days in jail, federal prison. It'll probably they're so backed up because of covid and stuff. You'll probably end up getting released anyway. I, I just say this. Listen, jail is so scary. But I know a lot of white guys to get vehicular manslaughter and stuff and have to do 10, 15 years. And I'm just saying you can do a month or I don't know what they're going to give you. It uh, seems so scary, but you can do it yeah. as long as you go in Thank and just you. chill out. You'll be fine. Yeah. It's, it's easy yeah. for me to say, but you will be. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I spent a week in solitary confinement. It's not fun, um, but I know I can do it. I think if I were to guess, I'll probably get three months um, you know, that's probably it'll go I'm, by like this. It'll go by like this. And you'll have incredible stories. Not that it's good, yeah. but it'll be it'll it'll change you your know, life, too, because you'll you'll it, you'll learn so much, too. You actually probably yeah. come out of it way stronger. It, I know that's hard. See, you're like, what the fuck? I don't want to get stronger from it, but you really will. You'll get like way mentally tougher. Thank you, man. Um, um, but dude, listen, let's not even worry about that. Let's stay positive because if that does happen, I know it seems like the end of your story, but dude, you might be a redemption arc. Cause like, that's what I think. I believe in that. What when one door closes, one door opens, like they'll look back at this and they'll say right now we know is the most fair election of all time. Right. But Wait, one right, day, yeah. that one, one day that narrative might change. And one day you might go right. down in history as being, you know, a political prisoner. And you know, when they're doing documentaries, 10 years, 20 years from now, your story will, re- you know what I mean? It'll be, a, it'll, it's like this stupid proverb with the Chinese farmer. I'll just say real quick, this Chinese farmer, he loses his horse and everybody in town's like, oh, that's so bad. You lost a horse. And the farmer's like, maybe. Yeah. Then the <laughs> next day, his horse comes back with seven other horses and everybody's like, oh, that's so good. You got all these new horses. And he's like, maybe. Then the third day, his son is tending to the horses and the horses trample his legs. And everyone's like, oh, that's so terrible. Your son's legs got trampled. Then the <laughs> next day, the draft service comes to draft his kid and they don't draft him because his legs are all mangled. And everybody's like, that's so yeah. good that your son didn't have to go to war. So I'm saying what might seem like a terrible thing now couldn't end up being a really good thing later on it's just hard because you don't have the perspective yet yeah no i appreciate that man i i do believe god has a plan i do believe i'll be fine you know you, you just gotta look at things you know from an analytical perspective and my attorney i have two attorneys they're both saying take the plea because they they wrote out the plea for me i don't have to snitch i don't have to do anything like that obviously i, I would never take a deal like that but it's it's a pretty good deal um, yeah. I think they're just over. They just want to win. They just yeah, want to win. They, they just they, want they you to say guilty. Yeah. Guilty plea. That's what they want. I mean, 99% of federal cases, you you probably know, end up in plea deals. Yeah, plea. So, yeah. um, you know, it's really not that crazy. But, okay, so if I get the maximum, 
I'd be pleading guilty to picketing in the Capitol, which I could say, yeah, I I did picket. Sure. Yeah, I did that. You know, whatever. The max is six months. I, I mean, it would have to be an egregious example to give me six months. But, hey, they could do it. Um, you're you're going to plead don't. guilty and they're going to give you like 21 days or something. I'm guessing, okay. you know what I mean? But if I don't, then I'm, then I have to have two misdemeanors, both with, I believe one is a six month and one is a year. And then they're going to add the felony, you know, and nobody's winning these kangaroo court trials. It's the no. jury trials are zero and five. Only one guy has won. And it was like, he got a really good judge. So it's like, do I want to roll the dice and do that? What, me, what happened I with the first case? Didn't the guy get six years or something in the first guilty one for yeah, just yeah, basically the, walking well, in? The shaman got four and a half years. Yeah. I mean, dude, that is bullshit, dude. Four and a half years. It's a lot of time. Like, I, I listen. That I'm is a, a lot of time. Dude, what? 90 days is nothing. 90 days goes by like that. But four and a half years, that's four Christmases, dude. That's yeah. a lot. Let me tell you this, Alex. My, I'm a conservative and, and we generally don't. Uh, talk about like prison reform or justice reform. I, after going to jail, am so in favor of like, dude. No, yeah, no, Bates, dude. No, yeah, no, this is right. why. So I'm in the bail bond business, and that's why they're trying to get rid of yeah. bail bonds because they say the bail bond business is racist. But that's why in California and New York, if you get arrested, there's people like a guy had 17 prior arrests, and he he murdered a 23 year old UCLA grad student uh, yeah. uh, inside of a high end furniture store in New York. There's a guy that wrote feces on a woman and was out of jail in 24 hours. I'm saying we need bail bonds because that yeah. that 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 keeps people accountable, like a third party police force, basically. But the whole judicial system, dude, it is racist. Like yes. people are like, oh, systemic racism doesn't exist. Oh. No, it does. It goes after these people want to want to get oh, wins crap. and victories yeah. and so they go after the weakest people whether it's black asian latino like i'm just saying our judicial system is not fair it is rigged 100 so percent. it is so corrupt and and the jail system is so messed up too because l- listen like I, I i want a bad experience for murderers pedophiles etc like that yeah of course but yeah. some guy that you know didn't pay his parking ticket tax fraud or, you know, dude no, a guy yeah, didn't pay like, his taxes he's yeah, got to go to the same no, prison as a murderer I mean, right. and it's all the same. So I, I would love to have a meeting with Elon Musk. I think Elon Musk should build some prisons. And I think people with low level crimes should go there and let's listen. It's called a correction facility. Let's have them work on their lives, study classes. They could build Tesla cars. Let them do something productive. Well, they have that in Europe. In Europe, they have that, babe. They have it where they where it's almost like a halfway house, and that's where it should be because you should be basically on an ankle monitor, and they can watch where you go. And you should be like if you did a nonviolent crime, and that's the problem. We have these these, and a lot of people nonviolent drug offenses are in jail. Who cares? They sold some drugs. They did some drugs. I I mean, the CIA sold drugs. I mean, that's not the that doesn't make. I'm not saying we should legalize drugs, but we should be a little less punitive on people. Smoked quite a bit of meth, didn't they? I know. And, and, you know, that's the most redeeming quality about Hunter Biden. I like that about it. I hate that he sold us out to the Ukraine and China. The meth and the uh, prostitutes. I like, I'm like, okay, I kind of like that about it. It makes him seem like he's cool. Uh, and then I heard, and then I have a buddy in New York that said he hung out with Mali Obama and says she snorts and smokes and does all kinds of stuff. I believe yeah, it. Yeah. So I believe it too. I mean, and, you know, I believe. He might be Big Mike. I don't even know if Barack Obama is married to a girl. Because uh, uh, you saw Joan Rivers got murdered right the, yeah, the no, week I after agree. she said that. I agree. Yeah, that's true.
But Joe, we know and Barack Obama wins a Nobel Peace Prize, and what all he had to do is drop a drone strike every twenty minutes for eight years. No, Obama's birth certificate was fake, hundred percent. Joe, R. oh, dude, yeah, come on, Obama's yeah. Obama's parents, he lived in whatever in in and, Indonesia, uh, yeah. I mean, or wherever he did. He's yeah. he's like a gay Muslim, but we love him. He's the best gay Muslim <laughs> ever. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah, no, Barack, Barack Obama is a hell of an individual, and he's obviously still running the show. You know, he's the one oh, still yeah. telling this all this stuff. This is the third term. Yeah. That's what I tell people. And, you know, like certain things happen during Obama's term. One, it gets really fucking boring. Like nothing really is interesting in the government. Two, there's a ton of mass shootings. Have you noticed that? And, oh, yeah, uh, but those are all real. We can't say yeah. much about those on YouTube. <laughs> I mean, it's sad that the, the Uvalde thing. Oh, my gosh. It's just dude, it's like doesn't doesn't make any sense have to get in there. I know. And even people on the left are calling it out. And now they're like just kind of radio <laughs> silent. They're not giving us yeah. the body cam footage or not. It's yeah. similar to Las Vegas. They never tell us what the heck is no really motive. going on. No motive, right? No, it's just mad. He lost some money yeah. gambling at the casino. So he's going <laughs> to shoot 300 people yeah. <laughs> with that. With a gun, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's the world we live in. Okay, okay. So we, we talked all about this, and now I want to get into IRL. But you have to press me because I didn't get on Vosh. So let's get that out of the oh, way. So Vosh, okay. I took it easy on. I, yeah, because because you're kind of a Christo fascist, fake fascist. I'm kidding. I just say that's what they always say. They call me a Christian fascist because they say because I went to a trans bar. Um, but yeah, I was a little nice to him. I was a little nice to Vosh. Yeah, no, I should have gone after him. I, I just think uh, you're great at all the comedy stuff, the stunts. Maybe not the debates. Maybe that's not your cup of tea. Well, no, no offense, well, but- this is why, because when I debate people, this is why this is my debate tactic. And yeah. you can say, you know, as first of all, I want to use humor. I want to laugh. And then yeah. I try to I try to make it kind of silly. But at the yeah. same thing, at the same time, as I know that I'm not going to make the other person agree with me. Right. I know that going into a debate. So I don't try to win a debate. That's probably why I'm not so vicious. What I try to do is I try to entertain the audience that's watching the debate. I'm trying to entertain them i guess so that's why i don't like to go after the guys too hard because when you do that when you start doing the ad hominem attacks then the audience is like oh this guy is bad so that's why i try to play it nice when i debate but yeah i'm not not saying that you needed to do ad hominem attacks what i was saying is that whatever your stance is in the beginning like the point of a debate is you should try to be winning him over to your stance instead you continually move the goalpost because it started with like Oh, you know, drag queens are so bad and they're pedophiles, blah, blah, blah. And then by the end of it, you were like, oh, well, I, I guess, yeah, if there was drag queens that were fully clothed, that would be okay. I was well, like, I think, oh, I, 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 no, I, I think like, I think like Miss Doubtfire is not that yeah. big a deal, basically. But that's, is my, but that's you know not I mean? a drag queen. Mrs. Doubtfire is a movie about how men get screwed over in the court systems. You know, it's not about drag. Like, let, well, he was in drag, but yeah, I, we can argue semantics. And he was, well, he was, well, he was in a female's drag, clothes. He was in a dress. He drag, was broken. You know, drag is something that's perverted and sexual. Mrs. Doubtfire was. I not agree. Perverted, I agree. But yeah, I, I agree. And I said there should be no drag queen story time. I don't believe kids yeah. should be exposed to drag whatsoever. But I do think it's possible. I guess that a drag queen can exist and not totally be pornographic. But listen, I think, listen. listen. I think it's. I think it's all immoral regardless if it's for kids or for adults. And and that's, you know. Oh, like, you think it's bad for adults? I don't care. Yeah. Whatever, adults or whatever. Yeah, I get it. I get it. See, that's where we differ. We can disagree. I'm a Christian nationalist. And I, I just think, <laughs> look at the slippery slope, Alex. We we were like. Oh, oh that's a big they, deal. The slippery slope is true. Right? Yeah. They just want gay marriage. Well, how did that work out for us? Look at where we are now. They just want gay marriage. Maybe we shouldn't have 
open the gates at all is what I'm saying. Like, eh, let's just, well, you know. But see, this is life. the other thing is, oh, baked is I do have a libertarian aspect, but that's where a libertarian is bad because they say there's no age of consent law. See, I disagree I, with that part of libertarianism. Yeah, libertarian you know I mean? gets a little too crazy. I think we need to get you over to the nationalism side. Alex, I, I love it. America, dude. I love America 100%. I mean, I, dude, I'm sick. I'm America first 100%. That's why I call out Ted Cruz. That's why I call out these people. I agree. And I love you for that. Your videos are fucking awesome. I'm a huge fan. I, I love what you're doing. Keep, you know, keep up the good work. But for instance, you know, there's some things in society that are just not good for you, like heroin. Like libertarians would say, oh, anyone can do heroin if. No, heroin is fucking terrible. Fentanyl, that kills you. It's awful. Kids get addicted. Adults get addicted. They ruin their lives. They die early. They overdose the drug trade. How about we just say, you know what? There's got to be some lines. Like, let's not know. Let's not do that. No, you're let's right. No, that so that's my Dude, view. And, and I've lost so many friends to fentanyl overdoses. One of my good buddies, Clark Abel, he, he, yeah. he bought oxycodone or Vicodin, something. He bought like a normal pill that was pressed with fentanyl on it. And he died. He woke up dead. And I just know people that have snorted coke that had fentanyl in it and died. It's really just tragic. I, I'm totally sober. I don't know about you. I don't know. Yes, what I'm also is. sober. See, but and no, has your life no. gotten better? My life's gotten way better since I, I stopped drinking. I, Alex, I have been sober from drugs and alcohol for about five years. My life's amazing. I never. Yeah. I will never drink alcohol again. Alcohol sucks. And I alcohol think sucks. Alcohol, I have nightmares yeah. where I get drunk yeah. in the nightmare and I wake up like, oh, thank God. I was, yeah. How long it's have you crazy. been sober? How long have you well, been sober? Since about 2019. 2019. Wow. But I was still smoking weed and then my mom yeah. passed away in this past year and I stopped. I, yeah. I was smoking weed and crying because I was so depressed. Yeah. And so weed I haven't smoked terrible. weed in like yeah, in seven months. And then my life's changed. That's when I really yes. started going viral and stuff. Okay, yeah. listen. So I had many bad situations when I was streaming where I, I, I just had terrible experiences. And I kept smoking this weed pen because people said, oh, it helps your anxiety. It was making my anxiety worse. It was making yeah. me paranoid. And I was like, OK, I'll smoke more, smoke more. And then I thought I was losing my mind. I quit smoking weed a couple of years ago. And then I'm like, wow, I can think clearly. My mood is better. Uh, like it was nuts. So, yeah. And it's weird what about diet and exercise. How do you how do you exercise very much? I yes, know you I are streaming yeah. a lot, but I, yeah, I run, I do, I try to run five days a week, do like a 5k run outside. It's been way too hot in Florida right now. Heat wave. It's but, hot. No, it's yeah, hot. I, I walk my dogs, gym. but it's, it's yeah. hot right now. Yeah, okay. So, so, so it's funny that I think how much that helps you is they're trying to say you're some terrorist and something, but you don't even drink. You don't even get oh. high. It's like, oh. you're just high oh. on life. And that's I'm why you like to life. do this stuff yes. because you yes. know, it, that's why I like to do it. It's an adrenaline yeah. rush. That's yes. what covering, yes. that's what it is. And that's yeah. fun. It's a clean high when you do yes. it like that. Yeah, no, I don't smoke cigarettes. I don't, I don't do any of that, man. I I'm high on life. I'm high on Jesus. You know, I'm a Christian. I, I really like fun. I drink kombucha. I like going for walks and runs on the, you know, Florida beach and just talking to interesting people and having fun. I mean, that's what life is for, right? You know, have a good time. Yeah. And and I, I think, you know, where you kind of, you know, the IRL stuff, like I said, I think that is so interesting. So so I got into it a little late. Now I watch it all this all this stuff. Are you or were you tight ever with Ice Poseidon or, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, so, with yeah. Paul Danina? Yeah, I'll tell you a bit about that. So basically I was, I was streaming and I was sort of doing IRL without knowing it was IRL. So I was going to all these different Trump rallies and all that in 2015 on Periscope. I had a verified Twitter and all that. And so 
you know, I was all good on social media. Not so much now. Banned from everything. Wait, you had to verify Twitter, did you? Didn't you? Yeah. I know. I remember I followed you then, but I'm yeah. saying that I bet you had a lot of. Well, so if you had that blue check mark and you go live, I bet you had tons of viewers. Oh, on Paris, oh yeah. So no, I, I had 10, 20,000 live viewers all yeah. the time. I would go to rallies. I, I would do different stuff, interview people. And I, I, from Periscope, I fell in love with live streaming. I was like, whoa, this is the new wave. This is like my medium because I love to engage with people in real time and have those connections and read the chat. And, uh, you know, I, I just think that's such an innovative form of content where, you know, the audience can, you know, create these storylines and they can donate to say a message or to play a crazy, you know, song or whatever. Yeah. And I just found that so fascinating. It was like the future to me. And I was like, I love this. And then I saw Ice Poseidon and I remember seeing the stream, him and Mexican Andy in L.A. And I, I was living in L.A. at the time. And I was like, holy shit. This is like the fucking Truman Show. I love this. Truman yeah. Show is one of my favorite movies. I love I, that movie, yeah. dude. So that's a, we're a lot of life. You like Andy Kaufman, you like the Truman Show. Yeah. I used to, when I was a little kid, I'm like, am I in the Truman Show? It kind of makes you feel like that. So you kind of are. We're very similar. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and so I saw Ice. I'm like, this is like the Truman Show, but it's live and the audience can interact. This is, I, and I was just glued to Ice Poseidon for months. And I was like, I need to figure out how to stream snipe him. So, um, he did a fear factor event in downtown LA. It was like, you know, 10, 15 minutes from my house. Um, he, he followed me on Twitter cause I was verified and I was like, Hey, is it cool if I come out to this? He's like, yeah, for sure. So I came and then I, I stream sniped him, did my, promoted my stream, promoted his stream, like hung out and yeah, we hit it off and I worked with him for a couple months. And, um, did you ever go on any RV trips? Yes. RV six. Oh, I got to look it up. I've, I'm oh, sure yeah. I've seen it. I just don't remember. So you're RV6. Oh, yeah. People RV6. don't realize. Legendary. Dude, dude, okay. Baked, because, because like, if I, I try to tell people this, if I, like, ever lose it all, I'm just going to become an IRL streamer and buy an RV and, like, yes, get, like, only oh, use me blades or something. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, that's, like, literally, yeah. you can, like, that's, like, the key so to not, I mean, it'd be so easy to do that. Because, like, yeah. even, like, only use me blades gets, like, a thousand viewers or whatever. Right. He doesn't even have all the gear right. He doesn't even have, like, the battery pack. He's They do it so shittily. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's there's just something appealing to these like, well, I did a 24 hour stream at my house for six months, 24 hours. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That's where Hampton Brandon was at your house. Right. And he's so cracked out. What's the deal? Because, dude, he's a talented, funny guy and he's just whacked out on drugs because, dude, he could have had a really good career doing it. Yeah, let me tell you. So Hampton Brandon lives in Miami now. He used to live in L.A., we were friends and I, I tried to help him out. I tried to give him a place to live, a place to street. He's like schizo, dude. And I, I saw the clips. He'd be like, I give me my $500. Yeah, Cause you know how, yeah. cause he knows how donations work. You know, you don't yeah, get it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He knows how yeah. it works. It's not like you're yeah. going to get it all too. He's like, give yeah. me that 500 now. He's, yeah. he knows how yeah. it works. You know, I think he's extremely talented. I think he's funny. I think he's got a good personality, but he has, you know, some major problems with his ego and with drug addiction. Unfortunately, he's, you know, just working normal jobs like DoorDash and Uber Eats because he can't get it together. So wait, who's, pre- he's, he can Uber Eats. He's at organized Uber Eats. I mean, dude, I feel like IRL he's streaming is the it. easiest yeah. thing. If you just it spend is. 200 bucks on gear, a backpack, a battery charger and stuff, you should it's, be able to do that. Well, you, you, I'll tell you this. You do have to be really disciplined. You know, people do yeah. make it look easy, but it does take a certain type of person and you have to have a really good work ethic. I, 
I retired yeah. from IRL. I don't really do it anymore right now. I do a studio show six days a week. Because you did the uh, six out, you did the six month, twenty four hour stream. So oh, you were like yeah, probably I'm done. O- I'm over it. I'm I'm retired. Yeah. I listen. I streamed in the Capitol. I streamed to Charlottesville. I streamed at RV six. I and you I can always all. go back in IRL. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, you can always. That's almost like a backup yeah. deal. But know? but now I'm enjoying. I'm like, wow, I got this new studio nice cameras and mics and i'm like i can do so much more in the studio and i have our guests do stuff like this so you know i'm enjoying this for a season maybe i'll go back to irl someday maybe not i mean right now i have other legal i have another legal case one for retweeting a meme with uh douglas mackey which is insane and another one i took down a happy hanukkah sign from a light pole as a joke I said, happy. It, it was during Christmas time at the, it, at the Arizona state Capitol. And I said, happy Hanukkah. Where's the crit? No more happy Hanukkah. Only Merry Christmas. It was a joke because there wasn't a Christmas tree in sight. And now, I know. what did they got you? The anti-Semitism, now, something. Yeah. The ADL is coming after me with law enforcement saying it's an anti-Semitic hate crime. I'm Alex. It's a five cent cardboard. I know. Shit, I know. It, it, I, I, know. Didn't, I, didn't, I didn't rip it. It was a joke. And then they put it back up and there was no damage. So there's a, oh. there, there's a, just remember Israel is the greatest country uh, on earth. And yes, we're so grateful for everything they yeah. do. Yeah. They're our the greatest ally. ally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, yeah. seriously though, that's the world we live in. It's like, dude, well, if you take down a sign, yeah. I'm just saying, yeah, we can't really say much about that here on YouTube, but we know, uh, well, and yeah. your buddy. So, so, so now uh, you're on cozy, everybody. I put the link yes. to, uh, to bake's channel on cozy Thank in you. the description. So you guys need that's to go amazing. follow him on cozy. Yes. So tell me, tell me, how's that? Are you buddies with Nick and our, uh, uh, I mean, I know you do a lot of debates with them, but like, well, tell me a little bit about Nick. Yeah, yeah, no, Nick's one of my good friends. Um, I, I, you should get him on here. He's fascinating. I want to get Nick. I don't know his contact. I'll get it from you. Uh, yeah, you know, I'll, I'd have yeah, Nick on. You, yeah, but, I'd um, have Nick on as soon as he wants to come on. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll, yeah. I'll hit him up right after the show. He's fascinating. I, I think he's the most interesting political mind of our lifetimes. I, I mean, aside from Trump. Um, and Tucker, you know, I, you know, he's a Zoomer. So as far as the Zoomers go and the young people, he's the most fascinating. Um, he's on it. Guy. Yeah, he's on it. Yeah. Like he's very misunderstood. People think he's like crazy or all these different things. And no, oh, he's an amazing guy. He's a kind guy. He has a very, very interesting outlook on life. I think America first politics are the future. You know, he's worked with Paul Gosar and Marjorie Taylor Greene spoke at Half Factory. Absolutely phenomenal guy. He built cozy.tv because we were getting banned off everything. Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. We make a million accounts. I just post cat pictures on Instagram and they delete all my accounts. It, it makes no sense. So he made this site. It's like, you know, it's very clean. It's like Twitch. It's a beautiful site. And I mean, we would love to get you a channel on there as well. It's, no, it's I need to. I, I love Cozy. I think it's awesome. Yeah. I like watching Nick stuff. No, I really do like it. I like Ethan Ralph a lot. I watch yeah, his stuff on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, like, I like Cozy. Yeah, I'm but launching a new podcast. Can I shill it for a second? Oh, yeah, of course, please. Yeah, so I'm launching a... I do a show called Wake and Bake six days a week, 5 p.m. Eastern, cozy.tv slash baked Alaska. It's an entertainment news. We fuck around. We look at the news. We make jokes. We have fun. We listen to music. We play video games. I'm big. I'm a big gamer. I don't yeah. know about you, but big gamer. Not really, but that's awesome. People love it. I mean, yeah. all those losers like Destiny and Vosh all game on their <laughs> channel. Hassan, yeah. they're all homos, but yeah. yeah. Um, and then, then uh, Monday, we're launching the Yobacast, which is my new podcast with Ethan Ralph on the on July 4th. So 
And then hopefully that'll be epic. You know, and I'll come cool. on for sure. I'll yeah. be on for sure. You'll see me on there. Right. Okay. And, and tell the other people though. So what do you think is the future of this internet censorship? Like, I know you had to make, you know, like build your own internet. <laughs> I mean, will there yeah. ever, and I know you, you guys did that at Cozy, but will there ever be a, a time where people like you, cause I'm worried I'm going to get deplatformed any day now. Right. You know what I mean? Well, that, so it's yeah, like, that's how, how do we fight? Yeah. yeah, no, but like, how do we fight back against that? Like, how do we get our channels protected? We, we can't like, do you think there, the pendul- not, pendulum will yeah. ever swing in our favor? There's not much you can do, unfortunately. Um, you know, I wish Trump would have done more for Internet protections. I think we need an Internet Bill of Rights ASAP. These are our new public squares. These are the new places people spend time and, you know, converse and come up with ideas and blah, 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 blah. We need an Internet Bill of Rights, just like you can't get banned from the utility companies. You can't get banned from the post office or from having electricity. Well, guess what? Well, just I wait. Believe- just wait, though. They will. They will be banning you. Don't yeah, because you say Well, I know because they closed down people's bank accounts. They closed, I'm good buddies yeah. with Gavin McInnes. They The U.S. Yeah. Bank closed him down. I think Wells Fargo shut him down. I mean, it's like, dude, can you imagine Wells Fargo's yeah. like, you're too controversial for us oh, to give you a bank man. account. I mean. Well, I, guess, I guess possibly it could happen, but I do view speech in a public square to be a human right. I don't care if you're a criminal or whatever the fuck you should. I mean, unless you're actively breaking the laws, you know, threatening to kill people or something like that. And what is with these lifetime uh, term limits? Because I was banned, I think five years ago. So if you do a crime in the real world, you know, you steal something, then you had, then you're out at, after you, you do the time you pay for the crime, then you're out. Why can't I come back on Twitter after five that's years? That's a good point, dude. I, that's a good point. It's the only thing that's not like even the, no, even the time, unfair criminal justice system. Because I did a meme that was offensive that they didn't like against Hillary Clinton or whatever. You know, it's like. And, and, and you're getting fuck? sued for a meme. They charge you with a crime yes. for research. For, but no, you didn't even post listen, it. You retweeted listen. it. Yeah, this is crazy, Alex. So Douglas Mackey, this was just covered on Tucker the other day. Douglas Mackey is was arrested in New York for making a meme against Hillary Clinton. I am named as a co-conspirator in that case for retweeting his meme. I'm not fucking joking. Retweeting. Retweeting. That doesn't even specifically mean What was the meme? What what did the meme say? It, She's it, killed somebody. No, no, this is this is what it is. So it said uh, on election day it said if you want to vote for Hillary text this number and it was like a fake number or something. It was a joke. But I guess like thousands of people did it <laughs> and like, so sorry, like, it's a troll. No, what no, are they saying? It's no. election interference or something. That's what they said. Election interference. And I was like, what? It was like, if you really think you can vote by text message, you're a fucking <laughs> idiot. Sorry. Oh, I've old. heard about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've heard about this story now. So, be Dude. careful. What you repeat, I guess. Oh, also that was from 2016. And he got arrested in 2021 and I got prosecuted in 20. Isn't that interesting timing right after Biden got into office, almost like they were holding this stuff as, you know, just a, vin- a vindictive political persecution. You it's know just a coincidence, Baked. It's right, just a right, coincidence. Right. Dude. It just, it's nothing. There's mm-hmm. no such thing as a conspiracy yeah. to, to convict yeah. or anything. I mean, but seriously, though, dude, I really just I hate it because you got the good vibrational energy. You love America. But like, well, but I'm just saying that's the problem. It's like 
Dude, unless you hate America, then they won't help you out. You know, they, I'm serious. Like these people yeah. at Antifa, they yeah. hate America. They, yeah. they do anything for them. So it's just like it's the globalism. They're, these people yeah. are just they want to de. You know, they literally want to like destroy the middle class. They want there to be no middle class. Uh, yeah. They don't want you to be able to buy a house. They don't want you to be able to have a job. They want you to get fired for a tweet you said when you were 16 years old. I Dude, mean, I'm serious. Fired, imprisoned now. Yeah, in prison. Now they want you to go to jail. Yeah. It, it's just, it, it's kind of scary. Like, well, how do you envision the future, though, in 10 years? And, yeah, uh, well, I, I do think we do need to build our own tech sites. Um, unfortunately, I know that sucks, but, you know, I think in the end we'll be, we'll have more control. We'll be happier, um, you know, having backup plans. I, I, I have to have Cozy TV. I have to have these back. I, I'm, I built this, my own site, Yoba TV. I don't even use it. But it's a working streaming site in case we have an apocalypse situation and cozy goes, everything goes down. I have to have those backups as a full time streamer, just, you know, in case we never know what, you know, registrars are going to pull down our servers or whatever. Um, so, but I actually am very white pilled and optimistic about Elon Musk. Um, yeah. I think he can actually do a lot of good if he does it right on Twitter. I think, I mean, he already said he wants to unban a lot of people. He wants it to be about free speech as long as it's not illegal. I totally agree with him. And here's the yeah. thing, Alex. I'm not against terms of services because if you don't have rules, if you don't have some terms of service on a website, it's just going to be complete garbage. Yeah, you shouldn't be able to threaten to kill yeah. somebody on there. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, yeah. That's not what I'm saying. But, okay, Twitter, if you have a terms of service, say it clearly and apply it equally. And that's not what's happening. Conservative, conservatives are getting banned unfairly and treated unfairly while the liberals are saying assassinate Trump and woo, that's funny. Right. So it's like, no, Kathy Griffin's girls, holding his dead yeah, head. I mean, right. it's no big yeah, deal. Imagine, imagine she's if fine. I did that with Obama or something, you know, oh, dude, you'd be I, in jail, <laughs> dude. Yeah, you'd be yeah, under the jail. Yeah. So listen, they can have rules. I don't get, they could have the craziest rules, but make them clear, apply them equally and be fair to everyone, but they're not doing that. So we do need to build our own sites. Um, I own a site called powerchat.live, which is a donation platform that you uh, can't get banned from. Nick owns Is that Coast yours? Powerchat.live? Wow. I know yeah. a lot of people use that. Oh, that's really successful, yeah. Bank. I, I didn't realize that. So you're dominating. You're really, for, you know, you're, you're on the cut. You're on the cutting I, I, edge, I, as I say. I love to innovate with this stuff. I'm constantly trying new cameras, new live streaming techniques. Uh, like I said, yeah, I, I was very inspired by Ice Poseidon and, and that whole crew, and I became part of that for a while. And so, yeah, I just find it fascinating. It's it's very fun. Okay, and then I know I'm asking this question. We're almost going to wrap it up in the next three or four minutes. But you worked at BuzzFeed originally. Is that what it was? And so yes. you were the – and you weren't even that conservative. Because, like, five years ago before Absolutely. Trump, I wasn't even yeah. very conservative, honestly. Yeah, so, so, yeah, so I'll, I'll what happened to BuzzFeed? Because right. they suck. They're out of yeah, business. Yeah, so yeah, tell yeah, us yeah, what happened fuck, to BuzzFeed. Yeah, fuck BuzzFeed. But um, I worked – so I worked for BuzzFeed Video, which is not the news. The news was in New York. In Hollywood, California, BuzzFeed Video, uh, it's called uh, BuzzFeed Motion Pictures. Uh, we made the videos and all that. So I just ran like the Twitter and the Vine account and the Instagram and I would edit videos. So I didn't do any like editorial stuff because when people hear BuzzFeed, they're like, oh, you wrote our. No, I didn't. No. I didn't work for Ben Smith. I didn't you made know like I a didn't video where you all would like eat chicken wings yeah, or like, something. Yeah, weird. exactly. Yeah. I, I made videos about like cats and beer pong and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. I did silly shit. And, um, I, well, it's funny. I was actually working there. I was a libertarian. I loved Ron Paul. And then, um, you know, Trump came out, started talking about political correctness and it was like music to my ears. So, uh, there was this story. This was on Tucker as well. 
Uh, someone said uh, we were talking about the Justin Bieber album. I'm like, I love Justin Bieber. He's totally my spirit animal. And someone's like, bro, you can't say that. You are culturally appropriating Native American culture. And I was Wait, like, what? Yeah. And they, they said, dude, you cannot say spirit animal. And I was like, and I thought they were joking. And <laughs> then I realized spirit animal. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And they, they said it was racist. And like, so that's when the light bulb first popped into my mind. I've been woke for a while. I watch Alex Jones since 2001. 9-11 woke me up, honestly. But yeah. that's when I really woke up about like this uh, feminism and cultural Marxism, political. I was like, whoa, like they actually hate me because I'm white. I'm a white male. You know, they, they want to censor my speech. And and so that's when I I'm like, I'm going 100 percent with Trump. And that's when I, you know, did all that. I wore a MAGA hat to work. Oh, bro. They stopped inviting in 2015. Me. In 2015, yeah. you did this before he won. They, because they, everybody said Hillary's going to win 100%. Okay, Listen, what I, is this? I also got a Trump tattoo before he won. Oh, that's Trump with the yeah. star. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. With his cool hair. This, this is the world's first MAGA tattoo signed by Trump himself. I met him. You in are Sydney. cutting edge. Big, see, that's the thing. You are cutting edge, and that's what worries me the most is because now I see how they're going after you, and, like, I'm kind of coming up behind you as an Internet troll, and, like, you know, I'm kind of doing stunts and calling out politicians behind you, and I can just see they're going to come after me. You know, it, like, makes me worried. It's like they came after you. They they came after Alex Jones. They came after all these big heavy hitters, so now they're coming after the smaller guys like you, you know. know, Not that you're a small small guy, but you know what I mean? You're not as big as Alex Jones, but you're a big target. It's just it's going to then they're going to get me. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, here's the thing. People that actually have spent time with me and know me, they know I'm a fun, loving, creative guy with good energy. I love people, dude. I absolutely love people. I grew up in Alaska. I lived in Russia for a year and a half doing missionary work at orphanages. Uh, My parents are Christian missionaries. You know, I, I love life. I love people. And but that's what they're afraid of. They don't like you know, attractive, good looking, yeah. funny, good energy people. Effective. You're effective. effective with a right wing message. They all, oh my gosh, they hate it. And so that's why they had to label me as a white supremacist, neo-Nazi, white nationalist, blah, blah, blah. None of it's true. Obviously I'm a, you know, Christian nationalist conservative. Um, and I used to be a Lib- Paul, uh, Ron Paul libertarian, but yeah, it freaks them out. I was working Hollywood with, Post Malone, I would talk to Seth Rogen. So many huge names. Seth Rogen. Yeah. yeah. Right. Sorry, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. I know, I know. He but sucks. he's one of the but, biggest guys in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. No, but it, they, they all turned on me. And that's what happened at BuzzFeed. I wore the MAGA hats. They nobody talked to me. I literally had people in my face just from wearing the hat, said never talk to me again. People I'd known for years. They said never talk to me again. Just for wearing a hat. They didn't question, you know, my beliefs are anything it it was over and then they started bringing me into hr with false allegations saying i was harassing people and blah 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 and i'm like i just quit because it was it was awkward and then i went to manage milo yiannopoulos and uh the rest is history so yeah wow here we are well baked i'm coming on your stream man it's so good to catch up with you and finally meet you digitally i'll be seeing you in florida Sooner than yeah. later, uh, we're, we're going to collab in person. Maybe I'll convince you to go do an, uh, some IRL for an hour or two. We'll go eat lunch. I, I we'll go eat lunch or something, yeah. and we'll IRL and go troll yeah. some people in person. That's, I'd do um, that. Okay, well, you rock, well, man. Anything else? And then you plug your stuff so the people watching. Uh, you guys, I want you guys to all go follow. Cozy TV yeah. link is in the description so you guys can find them there. And then what else you got? Uh, yeah, remind please, remind the people. Uh, please follow me on Cozy. It's cozy.tv slash Baked Alaska. 
Like I said, I stream Monday through Saturday, uh, 5 p.m. Eastern time. And then um, also Telegram, t.me slash Baked Alaska. I'm very active on Telegram. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And I got a show coming out here pretty soon on uh, on Blaze TV. So I'll have you on with one of my guests oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 I'll have you on. I'll have that's you on, great. no doubt about it, Baked. Let's so go! We'll be meeting in, in person. And like I said, you're, you're an innovator. So you got to keep on innovating. You cannot Thanks. stop it. Yeah. And if you do have to do a little time, I know it's going to be scary, but I'm telling you, you're going to be fine. I know, I know a lot of... You know, just normal. I will, and I'll write you a letter. But I'm saying there's a lot of normal white guys that go in there and come out a little stronger, a little better, and it'll give you a new lease on life. It sounds weird now, but you'll get in there, you'll get in the best shape of your life for 30 days, and you'll come out because the food sucks. You'll come out lean. You'll be able to get laid. I'm just saying, you'll be you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. It might actually be like a like a military boot camp. You come out way stronger. So, uh, like I said, one door closes, another opens. It'll be okay. It'll all be okay. I appreciate that, Alex. Thank you so much for having me on. Later, dude. Peace. See you guys.